Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Rineker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast. My name is Derek Frisbee from DS Sports, and today we are here to take a little bit of a different direction, right? We talk about the offense, we talk about defense, we talk about coaching. But the one thing that does not get talked about that much, special teams. And special teams has been a problem for the Cleveland Browns for a long, long time. But we're going to dive into it. We're going to talk about special teams as a whole. We're going to talk a little bit about Cade York. But before we do, please be sure to check out the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Please be sure to subscribe to the channel, like this video, drop a comment in the comment section. Let us know what you think. And if that's not enough for you, join the dogs.com. That's going to be your way to join the Patreon. You're going to get an after hour show. Fantasy football is coming up. If you want to play fantasy football with us, you're going to want to get in the Patreon. Also, become a member. 90, 99 cents a month, dollar a month. You can't beat it. You get some fancy stickers in the chat so you don't want to miss it. And also, if you don't want to leave a comment, you can get your actual comments on the show thedogspodcast.com you can leave a voicemail and we will play it out on the show and we'll let you know what we think about what you think so please please do that so with that being said let's talk about this so special teams for the browns has been a big big problem for a long time now mike prefer is a nice guy i think he seems like a nice guy at least obviously i don't know him um, but he seems like a good dude, right? He filled in during the playoff game as the head coach. Everything went smooth for the most part. And, you know, he kind of wrote off that representation just from that game. I feel like for a little bit too long. And since we have hired former Cleveland Brown, Bubba Ventrone, as our new special teams coordinator. So, again, we've talked about the offense and everything that's changing with Deshaun basically getting to choose his plays and getting to run what he wants to run. We've talked at length about Jim Schwartz and the defensive changes that are going to come in 2023 for the Browns moving off of that crappy Joe Woods defense. So major changes offensively, defensively, but what about special teams? What about Cade York? What about that unit is going to change? So Before we dive into Cade York specifically, I want to just mention a couple things about the special teams unit as a whole, Um, because we're really going to talk a lot about Cade, but I want to dive into the unit, because I think that is an important piece to this as well. Punty. Corey Bajorquez comes back to the Browns, going to be your punter this year. I thought he did a fantastic job last year. He was always really good as the punter. Um... You know, it's kind of hard to judge that position, you know, because at least with kicker, you can judge based on misses and makes, right? But with punter, it's kind of hard to judge because in the NFL today, a lot of times you're just trying to kick it, you know, out of the back of the end zone, right? And, you know, for Bajorquez, I thought he did fine. I thought he was really good. He's better than what we've had in the past, especially with the Scottish Hammer who we all loved, but he had problems, right? And Bajorquez so far in his time here in Cleveland has not had a whole lot of problems. Um, 
and actually I think has played very well. So I'm obviously not Pat McAfee. I wouldn't be sitting here, uh, you know, in my room with the Brown Stadium as my background if I was Pat McAfee, right? I'm not an expert punter or I'm not a punting coach, you know? So I can't tell you for sure as far as Corey Bajorquez, but from what I've seen, I thought he played very well. I thought he was a massive improvement and was worth the investment to bring him in. So he's coming back to the Browns. He's going to be your punter. Now, kickoff, kick return, um, I think it's going to be drastically improved. I think people are going to be very surprised with how good the special teams unit is this year. You signed a couple guys who are known as specific special teams guys. The linebacker we got from the Bears is a guy who has been electric on special teams. He's going to get you some depth at the linebacker spot. And the one that really intrigues me a lot is Mike Ford, the corner from the Atlanta Falcons, who, again, when we signed him, I talked about this, he's going to play a lot of nickel corner. So don't be surprised when you see him out there on defense. But he is fantastic in special teams, flying down the field, making tackles. That's what he's making his money doing is being an elite player on special teams. And for the Browns, there's a lot of guys with opportunities to come in and play well, right? So far over the last couple of years, we've seen guys like Tony Fields play a lot on special teams. Um, I think this year, Cam Mitchell is going to be an interesting name to watch. Same with Ronnie Hickman. If he ends up making the team, you know, some of these guys who are looked at as third and fourth roster spot guys, maybe, you know, in Cam Mitchell's case, probably like fifth, um, they have a chance to really explode on special teams. And with Bubba Ventrone, that I think is going to really help some of these guys submit or yeah, not submit, cement their role on this team, right? Guys who are going to be fighting for bottom roster spots really can make their names known on special teams. So, you know, A.J. Green, we re-signed him one year. Taki Taki, we re-signed him one year. Um, you know, if those guys want to stick around longer and possibly get maybe a two- to three-year contract with the Browns or audition for another team, come out, ball out on special teams, and play well on defense, right? That's what you got to do. Um so, you know, with the Colts, Bubba Ventrone was looked at as a very good special teams coordinator. Uh, by all accounts, the Browns this offseason wanted one guy to fill that role, and he comes home, comes back to Cleveland. So I think um, that's kind of the overlooked, underrated move of the offseason as far as the coaching additions. You know, the Browns were awful on special teams this past season, the Jets game was the worst meltdown of all time. It almost happened again uh, against, I want to say, the Pittsburgh Steelers. And just multiple times throughout this season, this, or this past season, the special teams has struggled drastically. So you now bring in a guy who's experienced, who's proven of himself, who's a Cleveland guy as your new special teams coordinator. You bring in players who are going to be specific guys for the special teams uh, to come out and play their best football, as well as fill roles on your defense and other spots, um, I think that unit is going to be drastically improved. 
Hey, Browns fans in Ohio, we have an offer from Caesars Sportsbook that you won't want to miss. New customers can get their first bet on Caesars up to $1,250. All you have to do is use our code DOGSFULL at sign up. If you sign up with our code DOGSFULL, that's D A W G S F U L L, you will not only have your first bet insured, but you will also be directly supporting the podcast. So if you haven't signed up for Caesars Sportsbook already, join with our code DOGSFULL and drop your first bet. This offer is only available for new customers who are 21 and older and are physically present in Ohio. Please gamble responsibly. If you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. See podcast description for for their full terms. Now, let's shift gears here and let's talk a little bit about Cade York. So, Cade York, I, I was thrilled when we drafted him. Now, the Browns Picked Cade York 124th overall in the 2020 NFL 2022 NFL draft. That is a fourth round pick. Now, for a kicker in today's NFL, that's crazy to take a kicker in the fourth round. And a lot of people were saying the Browns reached, but if you look at that draft and you look at the kickers who went shortly after, the Browns ended up doing what they needed to do, picking Cade York at that point. So, can't really get mad at Andrew Barry for pulling the trigger there, and uh, we got Cade York. So, Cade, 22 years old, he's six foot one, 205 pounds, uh, kicker out of LSU, was an absolute freak in college. If you guys don't know already, I mean, when we drafted him, the clips were going all over the place on social media of Cade York kicking in the fog bowl. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just do yourself a favor and look it up. It's crazy. Literally, I want to say it was like a uh, 50-something, like 55, 56-yard field goal, and you couldn't hardly see anything. It was so foggy, and he nailed it right down the middle. Could not have been any better. So this guy was an absolute freak in college, um, you know, and then comes to the Browns year one, a lot of ups and downs. So, Cade York, his first season, 24 out of 32 made kicks, uh, 75% field goal completion. His longest was 58 yards. He had 50 touchbacks. And this is kind of a wild stat. Um, you know, we hear all the time how much kickers are important, right? Would you believe me if I told you that Cade York scored 107 points for the Cleveland Browns in 2022? That's a wild stat, right? You know, we talk about the offense so much and, you know, who the playmakers are, who the, you know, who's going to get the points, right? And nobody ever talks about kicker, but 107 points from Cade York this season. And, the first game of the year last year could not have been a more high-pressure situation. Remember, the Browns never win opening games. That was a tight game. Baker Mayfield is the star- was the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers at the time. The Browns just moved off of Baker, made this controversial decision to go get Deshaun Watson. Jacoby Brissett, your starting quarterback. You're on the road in Carolina. Tight game. Comes down to a game winner, 58-yard field goal. Cade York gets the job done. I think everybody at that point was absolutely thrilled that this guy was our kicker because we have not had consistency since 
Phil Dawson, really. I mean, we've had guys here and there who have been solid for us, um, you know, but we haven't had that kicker, right? We've watched the uh, Baltimore Ravens with Justin Tucker, who's obviously, I, I personally would say the best kicker of all time. I know there's a lot of good kickers throughout the history of the NFL, but line the ball up anywhere you need it to go through. Give me, give me Justin Tucker. That's just what it is. But the Browns have not had a guy like that since Dawson. And kicking in, I was going to say First Energy Stadium, but now it's Cleveland Browns Stadium again, is a hard thing to do. It's, it's borderline impossible. If you've never been to a Browns game, it is quite literally unexplainable how the air circulates through that stadium, how the wind circulates through that stadium. At one end... Well, I hold on. Wait, this way, this way. You can have the flag just going that way. And then over here at the other end, it feels totally different. I mean, it's it's unexplainable. The design of the stadium, not great for uh, kicking. And, you know, when you have that lake effect wind, I don't think people really understand, right, how that lake is. I used to live... Um, Let's see, it would be Northwest Ohio. So Cleveland's Northeast. I used to live North uh, West Ohio. And the effects of the lake, the snow and just that cold wind blowing, it's not just right on the lake. That goes further out. And the stadium for the Browns is right there. So anytime it's windy, it's like impossible to do anything. And we've seen Cade York struggle. He struggled a lot this season, kicking in Cleveland Browns Stadium. And, you know, a lot of people are are calling for his head. A lot of people think that the Browns need to once again move on and look for a different kicker. I personally could not disagree anymore. Listen, Cade York struggled. Um, You know, he had some high points. He had some low points, right? But, Here's the thing. We have seen a lot of kickers leave Cleveland and become a lot better than they were here. And the reason for that, in my opinion, is probably coaching, one. And two, it's a lot easier to kick in a stadium where you're not having to deal with the wind constantly. So, you know, just because a kicker struggles in Cleveland doesn't mean that they suck. And I think that's an important thing here when you talk about Cade York. I can't completely fault him for everything because of, you know, him sucking, right? I don't think it's that. I think it takes a long, long time to get these things down. And anytime you hear Phil Dawson talk about kicking in the stadium, kicking in Cleveland, Ohio, you've got to look at that flag, you got to look at that point and kind of determine where in the middle, you know, you need to go. And here's the thing, and I'll I'll pull up the stats for you guys and you can kind of see where everything lines up. But Cade York was ranked 23rd in the NFL as far as kicking stats from NFL.com. And, you know, out of 32 kickers being ranked 23rd as a rookie, I'm not too upset with that. I'm really not. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
Browns fans, you know that rooting for this team alone can be a serious cause for therapy. But let's be real. And guys, you know what I'm talking about, whether you want to admit it or not. Sometimes we're just not okay. And it's okay to not be okay, but it's time to step up and do something about it. Talk therapy is a tremendous avenue to dealing with the stresses and anxieties we all face in everyday life. As men, we often experience the weight of providing for our families while trying to appear as strong as possible, but trying to hold it all together creates a ton of pressure. And BetterHelp provides a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you understand and manage your emotions. Look, we all have big feelings and we all go through rough times in life where we just need to talk through things. BetterHelp lets you talk to your therapist whenever and however it's convenient for you. You can video chat or call or you can just send a text message to your therapist whenever you need to talk. And you don't have to worry about whether your therapist is the right fit for you because you can switch anytime at no additional charge. Unlike traditional talk therapy where you have to adjust your schedule to fit into the therapist's calendar, BetterHelp is completely flexible and allows you to schedule time to talk that fits your calendar. Right now, get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash dogs. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash dogs, D-A-W-G-S. Give it a try. Try it out for a month and just see if talk therapy is right for you. That's 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash dogs. Take back control of your feelings and give BetterHelp a try today. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Kicking has been rough these past couple years. You know, am I wrong? Right? You guys know. Um, it's not been as consistent as it used to be, you know, and when you look at the situations, you know, that some of these previous guys have been in, and again, I will pull it up on the screen. I'm not going to do it at the moment. Um, Austin Seibert, guy who we drafted out of Oklahoma was very consistent in college, ranked 35 out of all kickers. Uh, Evan McPherson right, who the Cincinnati Bengals fans were saying is better than Justin Tucker after one year, uh, was ranked 18th, which is great. That's awesome. That's really good. Great. But he's not top three, you know. It's not an easy thing to do kicking from college to NFL. It's very, very hard. Uh, uh, Chase McLaughlin, who's a former Brown, ranked 21. So just ahead of Cade York this past year. And, okay, let's skip him for the moment. Greg Joseph, former Cleveland Brown. I remember when Greg Joseph was kicking knuckleballs every single time. It was some of the weirdest kicks I have ever seen in my life was Greg Joseph kicking for the Cleveland Browns. He leaves, and he's ranked 13th. 13th. So... 
you know, it, did Greg Joseph suck or was it just that hard? You know, these are the questions you got to ask yourself. Now, this guy, when we were talking about drafting a kicker, somebody, or not somebody, a lot of people rather, were mentioning this certain name, uh, Dicker the Kicker, Cameron Dicker out of the University of Texas, was ranked 29th this past season. So, Cade York and Dicker the Kicker were really the two guys um, viewed at, at, out of that draft class as the two best kickers. I wanted nothing to do with Dicker the Kicker. I wanted nothing to do with him. Everybody was like, oh, we need Dicker the Kicker. What? Because he's got a cool nickname? Who cares? Right? We've had plenty of guys on this team throughout the history of the Cleveland Browns that, oh, they're a, they're a big name, they're whatever, and they suck. Right? Dicker the Kicker, you know, kicking in a stadium that's not Cleveland, still ranked 29th. So for Cade York to be 23rd, I can't really be too upset. Now, here's the thing. So let's go ahead here and uh, let's pull this up. Oh, not that. Let's uh, pull this up on the screen here just so you guys can get a look. Um, so this is kind of the list of guys that Cade York uh, was around. So Evan McPherson was ranked 18th, but on the NFL.com website for stats, he's uh, right in front of Cade. So it's interesting how this is all kind of uh, kind of listed here. This wasn't the website I had up before when I was getting these stats, but you know this gives you a good idea, right? Justin Tucker, Daniel Carlson, no shocker there. Look at how high McLaughlin is. Isn't that crazy? Um, you know, Tyler Bass, Robbie Gold, guys like that, Mason Crosby, guys who've been doing it for a long time. So, you know, it, it, I wish I could p pull all of this up, but there's so many stats here to break down. Um, but Cade kicking 75% completion, look right here. I don't know if I can... I don't know if y'all see that or not, but that's the field goal percentage made, right? And obviously attempts and all that factors in, but, you know, 75 compared to some of the guys on this list, you know, Brandon McManus, who's been a kicker in the league for a long time, 77, uh, Greg Joseph, 78.8, right? I'm not going to be too upset with Cade, you know, and what he's, uh, what he's done. You know, I can't be too, too upset with it at all, personally. You know, if you want to get upset about it, so be it. I'm I'm not going to be too upset. Now, here's the other thing. What, what are you looking at this year for the Browns? Because situations matter. Context matters when it comes to kickers, in my opinion. And they don't get enough credit. And Cade... The one thing I will not defend Cade York on, he's got to make the PATs. There's no excuse not to make a PAT in the NFL. Absolutely not. Unless a player blows through the line and blocks a kick, there's no excuse. Or the holder just messes up, which is another problem. But Jorquez has been inconsistent as a placeholder for Cade York. And, you know, those issues were talked about back when Corey Bajorquez was in Green Bay. So... Not exactly a shock, 
but at the same time, got to get that down, right? That can't be a problem. You holding a football cannot be a problem. We got to figure that out. But this year, Kevin Stefanski is aggressive on fourth down, or I should say this past year, Kevin Stefanski was pretty aggressive on fourth down, right? Um, so he, the Browns were ranked eighth in fourth fourth down conversion percentage. Sorry, my notes down here. Browns were ranked eighth. I bet that probably surprises a lot of you. Um, keep in mind, a lot of it was Jacoby just falling forward, but at the same time, to be ranked eighth out of 32 teams, that's that's very high. So Kevin Stefanski has historically been pretty aggressive for the most part. Um, now, there are times where I'm pounding the table saying go for it, and he doesn't. But, you know, nevertheless, based on what we've seen last year, fourth and uh, or uh, eighth and fourth down conversion percentage, not bad, really good compared to a lot of teams. Um, and how much this offense is changing matters too. You know, we're going to be passing the football a lot more. So based on everything the Browns have done this offseason, bringing in the weapons we've done, you know, who knows if we're done or not, we could add more. Um, I think the offense is going to be drastically better. I think you're going to see a lot more moving the ball downfield and hopefully, Cade York won't have to try to kick as many field goals. Hopefully you're just putting up six and Cade comes in for the PAT. But in this situation that we're in, right, we're going into year two after a up and down rookie year where he had some really high highs and some low lows. You got to understand this about Cade York. He is a power kicker. He has got a rocket of a leg which is what you need to kick in Cleveland, Ohio. It's just a matter of Cade discovering what he looks at to be comfortable as far as the ball placement. And I think in year two, I think that's going to be a lot better because of what I talked about earlier, bringing in Bubba Ventrone. And I think especially with Bubba being a former Brown, I think Cade will be able to relate, or I think um, Bubba will be able to relate more to the situation that Kate is in. And, you know, we always talk about, you know, Phil Dawson should be the kicker's coach. And, I, you know, people talk about, oh, well, I saw he was working with Phil Dawson. Well, everybody has their own things, right? You, I could be great at a job and the next person's going to be great at a job, but we're going to do it different, right? Everybody loves Blake. Because he says some crazy stuff sometimes, you know, and same thing with, you know, Josh or Justin, you know, or me. I, I, a lot of people probably don't like me, but whatever. You get the point, right? We all are good at different things. So even though we're talking about the same thing, you're going to go about it a different way. So yes, Phil Dawson can mentor Cade York to a certain extent, but at the end of the day, it's up to Cade York to figure out what he you know, what's his formula? What's his plan? What is the, um, what's the path for him to being a successful kicker in Cleveland Brown Stadium in Cleveland, Ohio? Because until a dome's built, he's going to have to deal with this. And no, I would not cut Cade York. I think you have to have a guy who's got that leg and has that power 
to uh, kick through the wind. As bad as he's been at times, as up and down as he's been, at the end of the day, you have to have power, you know? So, you know, we talked about it with Baker Mayfield, right, when he was here. The arm strength. You have to be able to have a strong arm to play in Cleveland. Deshaun Watson, I would argue, has a strong arm. It's not Josh Allen strong, but he's got a strong arm, right? You can't have, you know, some noodle duck thrower out there, um, you know, playing in Cleveland, Ohio. That's just not going to work. Same thing with the kicking position. So you can argue, cut and move on, bring new guys in all you want. And I, you know, maybe it wouldn't hurt to bring in a kicker off the street for competition. But as far as who is your starting kicker, it absolutely is Cade York. Trust Bubba Ventrone. Trust what this process is and what they're doing. And uh, I think it'll be all right. I think uh, special teams will be drastically improved. And I think uh, we'll be in a much better spot this upcoming season than we were this last year. So with that being said, let me know your thoughts. Um, Interesting topic. It's not a topic that gets talked about a lot. Um, but let me know what you think. Do you have faith in Cade York? Do you think he's going to be fine? You know, what's the, uh, what's the opinion there? Again, my name is Derek Frisbee from DF Sports. Don't forget, like this video, drop a comment, let me know what you think, and subscribe to the channel. With that being said, we will see you in the next one. Go Brown. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com.